What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. We are joined tonight by John Heffernan. How's it going, John? Hey, doing well, Kyle. How are you? How are you? Doing fantastic, man. We're uh, officially at the uh, the end of the football season. We're entering the NFL playoffs, so now basketball is kind of starting to take a more prominent role in my weekly life, and uh, it's fun, man. We kind of have a couple more weeks until uh, All-Star break, and then I think the All-Star break is when things start to really heat up, but uh, we currently have, uh, what's it, about 42 games into the season, so yeah, we're basically right at halfway right now already, uh, yeah. so that's a lot of fun. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is our second live uh, show of the year. We covered one last week. We're going to get into some different teams and different ideas this week. But John, we have a, a major player injury that we have to cover. Uh, let's 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 go and look at the Indiana Pacers, and uh, we'll talk about them in a second. But what can you tell me about the Halliburton injury? Yeah, I just looked it up. Um, it's pretty recent news, I think. But um, he's got a sprained left elbow and um, some sort of knee bruise as well. So he's going to be reevaluated, I think, for two different injuries in like two weeks. So he's out at least the next two weeks, I would assume, and potentially a little longer than that. So um, he's a he's a notable uh, out yeah. since he's, you know, top 10, top 15 fantasy guys right now, depending on your league. Um, I actually know they have a pretty good replacement. I mean, not necessarily a replacement, but a guy that I have on my roster in our league, um, Andrew Nemhard. So he's a guy people should be looking at, looking to, to pick up, but I'm sure we'll look at the, we're looking at the yep. Pacers. Um but yeah, like anytime you got one of these like top 15, top 20, top 25 guys that go out, they don't necessarily – you can't really replace them. There's not going to be someone who's going to like start averaging, you know, 40, 50 points a game like Halliburton. So right. a little bit of um, uh, replacement by committee. Right. But uh, that Andrew Nemhard guy that's on – you can see him on the roster a little mm-hmm. lower is, is a guy that I think is – if he's available in your league, he's probably going to be – pretty startable for the next you know two or three weeks however long Halliburton's out and well you had even been using Nemhard even with a healthy Halliburton so uh I think yeah there's room for TJ McConnell like especially if you're in a 12 team league or deeper like there's room for for maybe McConnell and for Halliburton to, or not Halliburton but Nemhard and McConnell to both be used yeah. uh, in fantasy lineups and then it does say he suffered a sprained left elbow and a mild left knee bruise. I'm not sure which one's more severe. Yeah. The bruise is probably the, the good one. It's more the elbow, but he did leave the game on crutches, so that's interesting. But, yeah, out two weeks. Uh, let's pull up and see. I'm just going to hit the last uh, seven-day stats mm-hmm. and kind of see what's going on here. So, Miles Turner has been their best player over the last seven days. Uh, there's Buddy Heald at about 31 points. Benedict Mathurin. Uh, 50% rostered here. He's averaging about 21 points per game. Uh, and then there's Jalen Smith, a, a fun young player, about 33% rostered. He's he's getting a good amount of minutes with them right now. Mm-hmm. And then Nemhard, Nemhard's getting 34 minutes a game. Um, I don't I don't know if we're gonna see his minutes increase. I, I what how do you how do you see him elevating besides minutes? Yeah, well, so Nemhard plays a lot yeah. uh, to begin with, and he even start he he starts at like shooting guard often when mm-hmm. uh, Halliburton plays. But I think the big change for Nemhard is you take Halliburton out, so someone else has to have the ball in their hands a lot. And now Nemhard kind of goes from a secondary ball handler to a primary ball handler. So he he's just he's he's playing similar minutes, but he's going to be just so much he's 
his usage rate is going to go way up because he's going to have the ball and he's going to be involved in the action. So I do think Nemhard is a good, if he's available, like, and you're hurting, uh, well, especially if you're the Halliburton owner, but uh, even if you're not, if you're just looking for a little support at the guard spot, he's, he's, he should be a, a target for, for anyone right now. Really, a, a, almost just regardless of your league size. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at TJ McConnell here, man. Uh, 26 minutes last night, eight rebounds, seven assists, and 14 points. Yeah, he's probably not owned at all, right? We were just looking at it, but I might I might have to slide him in the roster real quick. I, well, the games are just starting, so we can't add him for tonight, anyways. Um, but looks like tomorrow night they do have a game, so we'll I'll see you in the waiver wire after the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, TJ McConnell is a player here who's been kind of spotty minutes. Looks like he, this is his most minutes he's played in a long time. Uh, but when he does, when he hits, I mean, we know he's a really good assist player. Um, so if there's potential for essentially like the starting lineup, I, I, who who slides into the starting lineup for for Hal Burton? Is it is it McConnell? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. They they've liked to be they like to bring Matherin off the bench. Yeah, uh, and so I'm not really sure where, where it, 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 you'd think it'd be another guard. And so it's either Duarte who hasn't really played a whole lot this year, or McConnell yeah. who's a much more natural fit for the missing position at the point guard. So I would imagine McConnell is a good uh, secondary pickup uh, sure. if you can't get Nemhard for sure. And I mean, he's only 4.3% rostered. I think I'd, I'm probably looking at Nemhard and McConnell in 10 team leagues if you can get them. Yeah. Uh, definitely 12 yeah. teams. I think that's where you want to be. But keep an eye on Duarte. Yes. I don't know what his, has he been injured throughout the year? It looks like he missed some time in December, uh, but he's yeah. not really as, as prominent in the offense as he was last year. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. I think uh, it has a little bit to do with just all these new new yeah. wing, uh, new backcourt players. You have Nemhard, who's a rookie. You have Matherin, who's a rookie. You have McCon or excuse me, you have uh, Halliburton, who wasn't on the roster. I don't. I think the trade happened over the offseason, not last year. But either way, he was. You know, just a lot of new guards on this team, and so Duarte, who had some opportunities last year, is just kind of out of the rotation. But yeah, uh, Halliburton is playing. 35 36 minutes a game there's a lot of guard minutes right now available in indiana so pay attention to who's who picks them up i think kyle and i project mcconnell and nemhard seem to be good candidates for mm -hmm. most of the useful guard minutes but i would monitor it because you got a two three week stretch where you could get a starting quality player you know for for cheap or for free right um, anything else with, uh, with, with the Pacers again, this wasn't a team that we covered. We probably would have gushed about Halliburton, uh, had he been healthy here, but they've only got about at the moment right now, they have about basically their starting guys are useful for fantasy that they, they run about five deep. Uh, what's up with Aaron Naismith here? He had a couple big games lately, and this is a guy that's only 2% rostered. How does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's had some some poor games uh, in the beginning of the year, but he's certainly turned it around recently. And yeah, he looks playing uh, most games. So, I mean, if you're if you are in a ten or twelve man league, this dude's only two percent rostered. Um, and we and we know basketball is a little less active overall than football. Uh, yeah. 
terms of like users, but uh, but yeah, pretty surprising. You know, there probably multiple Pacers available right now who should be rostered and started started in a lot of league types. So, so I mean, it looks like he missed the other night with an illness. Um, so this is definitely a player who I mean, he's already averaging the mm-hmm. last seven days. He's averaging it looks like twenty eight point five minutes. So this is a player that uh, I I think he's a must roster player. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand this one. I think in. If you had to pick one, are you picking up Naismith, um, McConnell, or Nembhard? If you had to choose just one, um, I would probably go Nembhard because I think he's got some interesting upside. And but I, it's hard to say. I think they're all good options. Naismith might even be, you know, better choice for the long haul. Um, sure. But uh, but yeah, I think I think they're all good choices right now. Um, McConnell might be. I'd probably go Nemhard, Naismith, McConnell, but I, like for the next three weeks, I think you'd be happy to have anyone. And I, uh, I quickly used my phone to grab TJ McConnell, so nice. that debate is over. Uh, I, I think all three guys are, are worthwhile here because it's going to be like you said at the beginning; it's going to be kind of by a committee approach that mm-hmm. uh, they'll probably run a really strong like six or seven man rotation. Um, so get your pacers in there. But now that we're kind of settled in here, I can't think of any other major player news. I'm going to actually hit the filter on here for yeah, for, for health. Let's see who's IR eligible. Um, Giannis is out. What's up with Giannis being listed as out? I think it's just like a um, back-to-back. They played – Bucks played last night. They played tonight. And then they played – it's a so they play the Heat two games in a row. Yeah. Uh, they play them today and they play them Saturday. So yep. I think just uh, Heat are a tough matchup for Giannis, so they don't want to wear them out. So I'm not. Uh, this is one of my filters that I like to use on the desktop. I don't know if you can do it actually on your phone. I don't um, think you can. The IR thing, yeah. I like to hit IR eligible, and then I'll tap that plus minus, and I'll just see if someone's out and they're moving. Like I'm interested in picking that guy up. Um, so I just want to call attention to Ricky Rubio, who is finally getting ready to play. Uh, he's been listed as questionable for the last few games. Uh, looks like he has a chance. He's he's available tonight. So um, he's going to play 12 to 15 minutes. This might be your last chance or last week or so here to get a player of his caliber, 6.6%. Not sure what his rotation will be with Cleveland, but we do know that when he when he gets minutes, man, he is very productive. So if he can settle in between 15 and 20 minutes per game, could be a nice little pickup there. And then what's up with Jonathan Isaac? When's the last yeah, time I just saw play? Yeah, like two years ago. I saw yeah. I saw that he um he played in a, a G League game yep. uh, yesterday or some shit. Cool. So the, yeah, this notes from Tuesday. He's expected to appear in two games for the affiliates, and uh, he's missed two and a half seasons. So who knows what we're going to get out of him when he comes back. I would like to think that he's going to be ready to go. It sounds like he's, he's getting the opportunity to get back into the mix of things. So we'll see. Uh, he's already 24% rostered. So maybe he's not out there, but if you have the IR space, I would definitely recommend adding him. And then uh, I also like to look and see who's like on the minus minus side of things here. Uh, what's up with Devin Vassell for the Spurs? I think he's out about a month. Yeah, it's saying uh, returns after All-Star break. Uh, this is a player where, like, if he's being dropped in 9% uh, 9% of fantasy leagues right now. If you can roster a player like him, like, he's he's having a pretty nice season, 32 points per game. Um, I'm trying to think who 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 has him right now. Nick Clangston, okay. Um, but I haven't watched many Spurs game. I just knew that he was one of the better players for the Spurs this year. So yeah. keep an eye on him if someone drops him. Not sure what's up with Kelly Oubre. 
Oh, torn oh, ligament in his left hand. So he's out four to six weeks. Um, interesting. Should we look at – do you want to look at that Charlotte Hornets? Sure, let's take a look at the Hornets. A lot of O's uh, on your on the board here for the yeah. Hornets. We got we got Gordon Hayward, uh, Kelly Oubre. Let me bounce over to Cha real quick, and then we'll hit all. Okay, so where's where are the Hornets in the overall standings of things? They're dead last in the East, eleven and thirty-one. Okay, so this has been a season gone wrong. Let me hit the last seven days and see how the averages are working. So Terry Rozier, if you have Rozier, you're pretty happy. I think LaMelo Ball, too. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I mean, Mason Plumlee has been a really good player for me this season. And then P.J. Washington. You don't you don't have any of these guys, do you? I don't see your team name. No, right I don't have any Hornets. Okay, so you have no exposure to what's going on in the Hornets. Mm-hmm. But uh, a player like Kelly Oubre, who's – look at that, dual, that triple eligibility. When You don't sure. really see a lot of triples, man. No, you don't. You really don't. So that's kind of fun. And I mean, at the time, um, here, I'm going to hit the last, uh, with the last 15 days or so. Ubre was a relatively big piece of their offense. You know, he hasn't played for a while, but before his injury, he was, you know, putting up 30 minutes or so per game. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious to see who is benefiting from that. And can anyone be, uh, be picked up here? It just looks like there's like the top five here. Uh, we're expecting Gordon Hayward to be back soon. Uh, Jalen McDaniels is probably a guy that needs to be picked up. I don't know if you know anything about him. I don't follow him too. I haven't followed him too closely, but, um, I also get him confused with Jaden McDaniels from Timberwolves sometimes, but, um, he's obviously, I mean, look at those last, like, you know, basically the slight right before the beginning of the year or really. Yeah. Since the new year. Yeah. Very impressive numbers. And, uh, this is a player that's 13% rostered. He probably needs to be picked up in, in deeper formats. Um, yeah, it looks agreed. like um, I don't know who Mark Williams is, but he's averaging 20 points per game. Looks like it's kind of choppy, uh, does have some big point potential and some block potential. But uh, for the most part, like, the, how do you fix the Hornets? Like, they're going to have to just kind of uh, ride ride the wave the rest of the year with LaMelo. And, and hopefully they can secure some draft picks next year. Like, they got Ubre's dinged up. I don't know when Gordon Hayward's ever going to play. He's always doing something. Um, are the, are the Hornets sellers at the trade deadline? Like, what do you what do you think happens with the Hornets the rest of the year? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you got to keep in mind, like Lamelo missed the first month, maybe even yeah. a little more of the season. So obviously, that's a huge, a very easy way to tank your record. You know, missing mm-hmm. your best player when you don't have a very good team to begin with. Um, yeah, I think they. I don't really. I, I'm not really sure why they would hold pieces like a guy like Rogier. Um, he's not super old, but I mean, is he really part of the Hornets future the way the Hornets are going? Um, I feel like he's a kind of player that you could potentially get, uh, um, he's a kind of player you could potentially get, you know, some assets out of even a Mason Plumlee who's, you know, Mason Plumlee, Gordon Hayward, you know, those guys are older as well. Like they're, they're useful. They're, I mean, Hayward is a little bit made of glass right now, but, um, Plumlee's been one of my favorite players to own in fantasy this year, though. If you look at this consistency. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, he cost an 11th round pick. So I've been a big fan of Mason Plumlee. I think a couple weeks ago when I started doing my waiver wire shows, the dude was in the 30% roster. So he's starting to kind of climb up uh, now. Uh, But I guess if someone ends up dropping Kelly Oubre and you have the long-term patience, uh, he's definitely worth a pickup. 
I don't know what's going on with Gordon Hayward. I ended up picking him up. He had a nice little run for like maybe two weeks. Uh, and then the hamstring thing came, uh, came up here. So maybe next week we'll get Gordon Hayward back, but that's pretty much it on yeah. the, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, maybe let's, uh, you want let's do a, a free square. John, pick a team. Let's, let's just dive into a Western conference team. We've covered two Eastern so far. Um, let's look at the, did we look at the jazz last week? The Utah Jazz. Let's dial it up. They're, they they started the season hot, and uh, lately they have not been playing very well. Let's see here. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10 days. I remember, like, the first month of, of basketball, they were a top four, top five team. Yes. And a lot of – this is all new faces pretty much over here on the Jazz besides, like, what, Mike Conley? Um, Clarkson. Clarkson, okay. But, yeah, um, yeah. Essentially, essentially, yes, yeah. Conley, Clarkson, and – have I don't you know been if they able had Olenek last year? I don't think they did. Have you been able to watch uh, much of the Jazz this season? Um, not too much, but um, I mean, Markkanen has got a real chance yeah. to make an All Star team this year, and kind of another weird. I mean, not really like the Hornets in terms of record when where they're at and kind of the energy of the season, but. Just a team that I think potentially could be sellers of the deadline. Like, I'm yeah. not really sure what the Jazz are trying to do. Maybe, you know, I, I, I was talking to some people yesterday, actually, and they were saying uh, kind of a, a mini conspiracy theory. Laurie Markkinen is playing so well, and uh, Salt Lake City with the Jazz are hosting the, um, the All-Star game this year. So, like... Yeah. Originally, I thought they were going to try to, you know, sell Laurie Markkinen, and you could, I mean, his value's never been higher, but potentially they might be kind of feel like they're forced into keeping him because because uh, the All Star Games in in town, and mm-hmm. I think he's got a good chance to be an All Star. So, not that that's really that crazy or interesting, but just kind of a silly, weird situation. I, I think they should probably try to sell Markinen Clarkson. Um, maybe not marketing necessarily. I mean, maybe if you think he's a guy you can build around or like one of the pieces you need, but, um, I think they should sell a couple pieces, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what, what you get. I think maybe try to sell Clarkson for draft picks makes the most sense to me. The rest of these guys, I wouldn't mind keeping around. So, so the Colin Sexton he just hasn't been working out in Utah. I know he's been kind of injured throughout the season. He's dealing with a hamstring thing. He's back on Friday though. So if someone, I mean, he's only 61% rostered. So he might be out there if you're in a 10 team league or something. So double check your dude, your, your league for, for, uh, for Colin Sexton. But then otherwise, like you have again, Jordan Clarkson, he's probably picked up uh, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, former Timberwolves actually settling in pretty to a pretty nice role here as kind of like the number you know, number, best number, maybe number three or four best player on this team, mm-hmm. um, but only 31% rostered, and he's averaging 25 points per game on the year. So he's definitely earning a shout out there. Walker Kessler, what can you tell me about him? He's uh, he's a rookie, and he's looks like he's got a little bit of um, a little. Uh, he's got some of the, what you need to be a successful big man in the league. I think he's going to be really, really uh, useful over time. Mm-hmm. But like, and he's already. I mean, you can see kind of right now he's on a pretty good streak. But um, as as it sometimes happens with uh, rookie and young centers, they just they get pushed around a little bit. It's just tough out there for him. So. Um, he needs to get a little bigger, but, um, right. He's, he's already productive. And I mean, they, you know, as you can see, he's kind of the only center getting minutes on the roster in the last, you know, last game and probably last couple games. So he's got all the opportunity in the world right now. 
it's an interesting starting unit. Um, that they're, <laughs> it they're a heavy five-man uh, starting unit. Everyone gets above 30 minutes in this game. They're going to bring Vanderbilt off the bench and maybe Ale- Alexander Walker's been – he hasn't really done much for them this season, has he? Um, no, they're, uh, they're three-name guys. Taylor Horton-Tucker and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are both kind of disappointed. But yeah. as you can see, I mean, Alexander-Walker kind of heating up a little bit right now. Who knows if he can Put keep on the list. We'll put him on the list for sure. Uh, let's see. Malik Beasley might be one of those guys that you pick up, you know, for a game or two throughout the year. Not sure what's going on. I guess Kelly Olynyk opened things up. Uh, I thought he opened up the season really well. Mm-hmm. He's averaging 25 points per game on the year. Uh, probably not playing at his best so far the last, like, maybe two weeks or so. His points are down dramatically, it looks like here, but his other stats are fine. He's only 30% rostered, but this is – Essentially, this is Kessler Walker's uh, competition for um, Walker Kessler's competition for minutes. Uh, otherwise, anything else on Utah? Anything else stick out? Hassan Whiteside has been uh, banished to the shadow realm. We'll we'll never see him again. He's just he'll never. He used to be so. He was such a big thing for so for a little bit of time, and now he's gone forever. We'll see him in in the the Turkey League or something at some point. Sure, sure. Uh, one of those rally teams, yeah. uh, Tel Aviv or whatever. <laughs> yep, we'll see him over there. But I'm trying to remember from last week's show, um, which uh, I think we talked about the Nuggets. We talked about the Grizzlies. Did we? I think we talked about the Pelicans too. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe touched on the Kings as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we did pretty good at the top of the standings. Um, why don't you pick a team? Let's do a let's let's stick to the middle and the bottom of the standings this, this week. I think we need to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Perfect. Let's do it. Um, they're two and eight in their last uh, ten game stretch here. Injuries abound. I know Devin Booker's been out for a little bit. I'm not sure how long he's Chris been. Paul's been out for a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think Paul's back into the swing of things now. But I, I mean, I I have DeAndre Ayton in this league, and he's been kind of in and out of the lineup lately as well. Uh, but no bangers on this team. They have what? They have uh, they have Aiton and Mikal Bridges both, uh, and Chris Paul. I guess three dudes averaging over thirty fantasy points. But after that, it's nothing. Uh, let's click into Devin Booker. Let's read his bio real quick. Uh, it's saying on December twenty eighth, he's going to miss at least four weeks. So January twenty eighth, we're still two weeks yeah. out from that. So expect no Devin Booker at least until February. And in lieu of that, nobody else has really stepped up. I guess Tory Craig. Yeah, there's. It's been a kind of committee thing as well, right? Like you've seen some Tory Craig games. You've seen seen some Landry Shamit games. Though Shamit's out as well. You've seen some uh, Damian Lee. You've you've seen this Dwayne Washington Jr. guy who I didn't know he was a human being a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And now he's an NBA player that I'm paying some attention to. So Cameron Payne being out hurts as well. I know he had sure. a he was useful while Chris Paul was away. Sure. Um, and then have did you ever look at Landry's numbers uh from a couple weeks ago? He was he was scorching at the beginning of the the injury to um to Booker, but he's settled back. Yeah, but so the thing is that he gets a ton of like look at these minutes last. Uh, so he missed the tenth and the eleventh with a hip injury, mm-hmm. but when he plays, like his minutes are fantastic. He's just he's he's pretty much just a scorer. He doesn't really offer much outside of the points department. So that's yeah. kind of frustrating. But uh, if you need to you know throw out a guy, uh, if they just want to pick up a guy for a night, Shamit's definitely always on the on the yeah. radar here. 
Uh, but I would recommend maybe picking up Tory Craig, if you, especially in a 12-man yes. league. If he's your worst player on your team, that's totally fine. Uh, but otherwise, it's just uh, what's what in your opinion? Like, why aren't the Suns uh, a, a good team this year besides the injuries? Well, I, I think it is just the injuries. I mean, you can just see, you know, they have four guys who are basically 90 plus percent rostered between eight and Bridges and Paul and Booker. And the rest of the roster, like, you, you, there's just the, the fantasy community has no respect for the rest of the roster. Um, maybe that's a little misplaced in some situations because, like, we know the fantasy community can be a little slow to react because there's a lot of inactive leagues, but. I think overall that makes sense. It's just a top-heavy roster. Drake sliding in. Good evening, sir. What up, boys? Hey, buddy. I just realized I'm going to have to like unscrew a light bulb or change my desk location here. It's uh, it's blurry and kind of like, blurry. Yeah, you got like a halo effect going on behind you. Yeah. Four rows of lights directly behind me. Where? <laughs> <laughs> It's like an optical illusion. Where I put the desk. Do you want me to move? Is it kind of crazy? Uh, that's a little better. Better? That's fine. Uh, but we're just uh, welcome to the show. We're just we uh, we hopped down around to a couple teams. We covered the Halliburton injury at the top of the show, uh, and then we kind of just started picking individual teams that we didn't cover last week. We're kind of looking at the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if you've had much exposure to watching them this year. Can you tell us anything about the Suns? I've watched two games because they played um, the Cavs. Both games. Uh, you know, it's it's a contender team. You know, it's hanging in there right now, but the West is just awful. So I, I think the Suns, when healthy, are, are really going to give some teams a fit. Um, you know, I think the Mavericks last year were probably a fluke. I, I, I don't believe in that team because there's really nothing outside of Luka. Um, so not to focus on other teams. Mm-hmm. The Suns have issues, though. They, they have depth issues. They – they need to make some type of moves here. Um, yeah. I thought um, TJ Warren going to the Nets would have been a nice reunion with the Suns this offseason here. Uh, it, it just seemed, I mean, Chris Paul, he's old. He's going to get those minute restrictions. Booker's yeah. injured and he's out, what, a couple months? Till he's going to be back like first week of February. Okay. Yeah. And then you have Sarek and like all these guys that I don't know, John. It's not an impressive roster right now, but it's it's somehow good when those three are playing. Yeah. And yeah. then you have Mikel. And Mikel's a nice piece. Uh, I will say they're gonna get some reinforcements when Cam Johnson comes back. Cam's um, a huge one. I mean, he was a guy that they refused to trade yep. multiple years. Um, so it's just an injured team. The Jay Crowder situation. Yep. No, I don't know how this team hasn't moved this guy, but then I was reading articles that they actually can't without um, Robert Salas signing off on it. Yes, okay. I read that too because it's uh, he's he's yeah. making like any contract that's like yeah. over a over ten million dollars, and he's at like ten point nine. Okay. Um and. So that's, you know, obviously the disgruntled owner situation. So right. It's weird over there. Um, if this team can get its focus and its mojo back, though, I I have no doubt it's a contender. 
So we're, we're probably not going to see them at least hit their stride until after the all-star break when they get Booker, Cam Johnson, maybe Cameron Payne back and, and some of these other guys healthy. So it's kind of just treading water and, and trying to, to steal some games when they can. How many teams in the NBA are like that right now, though? And we have A Kevin lot. Durant out for, what, four weeks? Yeah. Um, we, I mean, just all these teams are kind of just hanging in there. The Nuggets, I mean, good for them. But they've also had injuries. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies have had injuries. Pelicans, Warriors. Pelicans are the three seed without Brandon Ingram. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And Zion's been out for a couple weeks, yeah. and he's going to be out a couple more weeks. Their best player, though, has been out. I mean, I know a lot of people say Zion, but I, I tend to think Brandon Ingram's the best player on that team. But they're deep. <sighs> they're ready for a run. Pelicans are good. They're scary. If they could be, if, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of teams are saying if we could be healthy and in the mix in the playoffs, like in in the playoff seedings, we're gonna be pretty excited about that. I think the Warriors feel similarly. You know, Steph is just literally coming back after being out a month. A lot of four six week injuries this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that happens every year, but I just I'm noticing it more this year than usual. I feel like. And How we're halfway through the season, like we said at the top of the show, we're halfway through the season, and we've already had damn near 50, 60% yeah. of the stars have a, missed a month of the season already. Um, <laughs> How are, how are the Timberwolves playing before the, the, the cat injury? Is he back soon? I don't know, uh, if, I don't know if he's back soon. Um, Let's see the T-Wolves were actually playing pretty good. This Gobert trade is looking – it's really silly at this point because they don't even play him in the fourth. Right. So, I mean, he comes in on defensive situations, but when they're down by 10, it doesn't matter. So, um, so that, that's another interesting team. I think D'Angelo Russell has had a good year. Um, I think we're finally seeing him healthy again, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, obviously, Ant is the guy. But. Kyle Anderson's a sneaky player right now. He's been getting a ton of run. Uh, a good minutes player for them. He's only 9% rostered in fantasy leagues, and he's averaging almost 28 fantasy points per game. I think as any as everyone pretty much hopped on, uh, Jaden McDaniels is a pretty good player. Yeah. I think um, we, we've been using those two guys for a long time. Yeah, like, I think I, I remember last year he was probably the guy that got passed around once or twice a week, um, and it's nice to see him finally getting established into a decent role. Yeah, for the Wolves. And then the other guy that I think I've, I've looked at a lot this year is Jalen Noel, who can kind of light it up and score off the bench uh, for them in spurts. He's a pretty consistent player for the most part, just, you know, random points up and down. But everything else is pretty consistent. And then uh, I, reading the Carl um, Anthony Towns, he got injured at the end of November. It said four to six weeks from then. So we're at the six week mark. So I would assume in the next week. These are basketball injuries, though, man. They're so hard to. And then they hold um, his foot sore. Calf string. So hopefully at some point this week, it says he's considered weeks away from returning to the lineup, and that was on the 7th, so last week. Um, so maybe we can get him back before February. It would be nice to get him back before the All-Star break. When is the All-Star break? Into um, February. Right, John? Like that's not, Yeah, I was going to say mid-end of February. 19th. Yeah, like 19th. I, I was, I was going to say the 20th. Okay, so we're, we're five weeks away from the All-Star yeah. break. We're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of mm-hmm. players return after that, I'm sure. Uh, but anything else on the Timberwolves here? Are they a team that, if they can kind of tread water? like you I, know, think, I think Towns about? has a similar injury, just to hit on your point, to what I was dealing with with R.J. Barrett. 
Okay. It's a different injury, but it was like out. He's out. He's out. And then I just kept checking. So if you're town's owner, keep checking because Barrett was on my IR and I happened to look yesterday and I just read about him. He's like, well, he's questionable. I was like, well, I'll throw him in there. You know, I don't have much going on a Tuesday yeah, or a Thursday, Wednesday. And he scored 41 fucking points. So. <laughs> so I think Towns is like at that situation. And that's the hard thing about NBA is we – we don't know. And then a guy can go like I text message you guys today. I was like, I was all in. Now I'm game time decision. Yeah. And Kyle yeah. put me on minutes restrictions. Minutes restrictions. So we're only going to give you about a half. Um, <laughs> but so, uh, the thing I've noticed with injuries this year is if you have a guy that's missed a good amount of time, you want to see him listed as questionable because then that means like he's, he's, he's coming back soon. But like, he doesn't he's- have to be listed as questionable is my point. Right, like, for the R.J. Barrett one. Like, um, no, just other players, too. Like, they can go – I've kept guys on my IR, and then all of a sudden I see, oh, crap. So basketball is different than football in that aspect. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it can change that minute. They don't need to, like, list their practice participation or anything like that. No. It's, it's pretty much a day-to-day really... thing going forward. But do you think uh, the Timberwolves, like, if they, if they can kind of tread water, are they a team that could be a sneaky – I mean, you look at the back, you know, this – under this dotted line to here, like – Timberwolves in, in that little playing tournament. They, that, that, I mean, that They're game, what a game out. Yeah, it's, it's, right. it's, it's two games back. Uh, yeah. Game and a half. Um, the Timberwolves are the four seed. I'm not surprised. And it looks like the, it looks like the cutoff this year is kind of Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't expect them to make a run or anything into the the playing tournament. I think we should maybe look at the Lakers at, at one point in the show tonight. We haven't talked about sure. them yet. Um, I haven't really. I don't have any player access to the Portland Trailblazers, so I don't know what's going on with them. If you guys had to pick one, which which what should we look at? The Blazers or the Lakers? So a point after the teams here that was brought up in our group chat is I think we should look at minutes played and games played by individual players tonight. Let me. So which uh, which team should we pick? No team. No I team. want overall. Because availability is. A huge I think we have to go to. I don't know if we can actually look at like minutes played. We can look at average minutes, but I don't know if you can look at total minutes. I can look at average. Yeah, minutes yeah. Go to played. go to the, the totals toggle on the top right. It's is this a good, good? Is this a good reroute? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a. I think it's a huge thing because I'm convinced that you could build a successful championship fantasy team by just getting guys that play. Yep. That maybe. You don't have that superstar. You have a, some good guys, but well, like right now, RJ Barrett's averaging the most minutes per game over the last fifteen days, and he hasn't I, played in five days. Yeah, at, at full. So yeah, that's so, so instead of looking there. at averages, maybe we should look at like how many like overall minutes. How many games they've played? Can we look at that? I, I don't know. I think that's a great stat. Um. So I noticed one thing. There's like maybe what's on my a guy like Gary Trent Jr. He probably um, plays every game. Yeah, he's probably just grinding every. I'm seeing even he's out, you know, a little. But I'd but be curious to see if we could build a team that was, you know, good to average players. Well, like, like Brunson kind of qualifies for like a, a, a above average. Good that's player. a great one. Brunson's an all star this year too. He was a second round pick, but like this is a guy that if you took him in the second round, you've been pretty happy with what you got. Uh, I would bet Deontay, Deontay Murray is another one of those players. Like, he just he plays a Grinder. lot. But look at that. He was out. Yeah. 
I think at this is point, is there a guy that isn't out in the NBA? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Don even there's Donovan even Donovan Mitchell missing. Yeah. So you if you if you toggle to the totals instead of the averages, you can see who's played the most minutes over any period of time. We can cover. There you up. go. So yeah. uh, Zach Levine uh, leads the league in minutes over the last 15 days. Look at number three. So you have the you have the Bulls in here. So maybe they they have a couple extra games and over everybody. Um, That's that. Those aren't first round picks though. No, but these these are guys that if these guys are playing. If you took them, now we round, like this is what's going to make your make your playoff run for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been scoring some high point totals the last few weeks here too. Uh, but then then you get like a weird one like Patrick Williams, who's got the fifth most uh, the the sixth most minutes. Yeah, he's only averaging twenty points per game in that span here. Uh, but, but even then, it's like he's playing you, every night. When you guys go to the waiver wire, uh, you're I know you're looking at minutes. You got you want opportunity. Uh, that, that's one of I guess that's why we're looking at this. It's one of the most important stats because if you're going to get minutes, you should be able to get some points with those. Uh, but anything look else? At the, uh, look at the whole season. Look at the whole season. Yeah, the I mean, look season. at Nikki. Who the heck? I don't even know who that guy is. Who's below CJ McCollum? Um, sorry. Um, oh, this is filtered. Never mind. Just carry on. The so, whole season, though, this, this is yeah. this is exactly what we're Kyle talking Kuzma. about. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle <laughs> Kuzma. Kuzma's been fantastic, man. Yeah. Um, for a sixth round pick, I I, I fucking love him. He's got thirty five points per game. You stole that. And he doesn't miss games. No, yeah. that's just, so. Is getting a superstar more important? Clarkson, marketing. I don't see any superstars in this in this list outside of Tatum. Tatum, Tatum would be the guy. Yeah. Um, that's why I picked him last year. Durant, Jalen Brown, Luka, Luka doesn't Luka. miss much. So Luca would be the one. But look at Lowry Markin has shown in both of them. Both filters, yeah. Lowry Markin in there. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> so Durant, um, essentially, Bridges was what, like a fourth round pick? Bridges Six, Bridges six. plays every single game. He played every like he played every game last year. Played every game of the year before. He played every game of the year before that. Okay, not literally, but he's literally he's literally yeah. missing one or two games a season. He's 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 the Iron Man in the NBA right now. Do you know who's missing from this list that has dominated this list the past two seasons? Giannis. I was going to say Jokic. Uh, yeah. I mean, Giannis is, has been up there until the... Giannis misses games yeah. with with more regularity than you realize. Okay. He'll, he'll miss uh, maybe three or four games a month uh, kind of at that point. Whereas Jokic has been a guy that he, he's been the number one fantasy player for the last two years because he doesn't miss games. And uh, what do you think the difference is this year, though? With him, we have a Porter Jr. and a Murray healthy. Maybe the team around him is just better. Yeah, like they, 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 he doesn't, he can miss games. They it's not they, him scoring forty a night. This this is better for him. They they almost need less of him. Uh, yeah, because then that means the rest of the team's better. So I guess that's a good problem to have at the at the moment. Scroll, scroll down below, Anthony Simons. Let's look at the other, the next page uh, here. Franz Wagner here. Franz. Uh, he's seventh, not punching people. A, a seven. Actually, he got punched. Uh, no, he did the punching. Uh, he did the punching. Oh no, it was the other one. It was. It was, Mor- it was Mortez. It was Moritz. Yeah. Uh, this, Moritz. Yeah. This, this yeah. is the list of the league winners. You've got guys like Franz, Dinwiddie, Grant, Ananobi. Bo- Boyan, Buddy, 
Mitchell and Mobley, obviously. Well, I mean, those guys are like, you know, those are gear. Absolutely. I'm but those kidding. guys are like higher picks, right? No, I'm but like kidding. these guys are the sneaky, like. Yeah, the, the, like Porter. You got Jr. Josh Hart. These yeah, are the value cool. picks that like, these are the value picks and drafts that, you know, if you, get, if you get a couple of these guys, you're doing okay. Jesse drafted Jesse him had no guy. idea who Josh Hart was. <laughs> but he loves that guy's name. But he loves them. Um, I'm trying to look and see, like, are any were any of these guys free agents uh, in our fantasy leagues this year? Where was Grant? Grant was an probably eighth not any of these no. guys. I would have said maybe Hart, but he was a seventh round pick somehow. Yeah, so all, all of these guys cashed in in the sixth, seventh round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part here. So what about Kevin well, Boyan? Boyan feels like he was a maybe a later pick, but we drafted at, you know after the season started. There so. you go. So the he's, problem he's, is. There you go. He's the 10th. Like we're talking about this now, and then we're gonna look at this in like a month. Yeah. And we're gonna be like, okay, so, now the well, guys, Durant, now Durant, like Royce O'Neal. He might not even be on your team at that well, point. Well, well, Durant's in the top 10. He's about to miss four weeks. Like, right. So this is gonna reset, and then yep. all of a sudden the stars are gonna start playing after the break. Yeah. Royce O'Neal is a player that I ended up, I think I, yeah, I drafted him in the 13th round. I ended up dumping him because he had a little bit of missed time in early December or late December. And he's a guy that, I mean, he logs 35, 36 minutes per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but what you want. I mean, opportunity. Just, yeah. At that point. Uh, but otherwise, anybody else on this, like, I, I, Kentavious Caldwell Pope is one of those guys that I, I, I love picking him up off the waiver wire and plugging him in. Um, you have Harrison Jones. Barnes was cheap. What's yeah. uh, what's Trey Jones doing on the list here? Almost thirty points per game. This was a ninth round pick, and just that was a guy we passed around the last couple look, of years. Look at the consistency here from this. That's guy. beautiful. This is that's what you want in a ninth round pick. Well done, Hef. Um Anybody else stick out on me. this? That's list? not me. I'm not Trey Jones. That's Schmitty. Michael Schmidt. Uh, he's he's wasted. I mean, Max Struth. You see that one coming? <laughs> Pat will. What's up? Pat Will and Struess are guys that I've uh, picked up and dropped multiple times. But the uh, the Heat have had so many injuries. That's why I got Gabe Vincent rolling because it's. Uh, like, what is I was on deep shot. What is that's Matt Bames' team name now? Does that mean anything to us? I think it's like from a, a from a from a video, uh, like a like a YouTube video, of a, a, a cute little kid who probably from like two thousand and eight, probably a TikTok or some some stupid shit. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, minutes minutes are the key that you I think want. De'Aaron to Fox is the best steal of the fantasy year. He's he's been a lot of fun. Good game. Um, yeah. Where did like, I get him? Because he, he like, dude's an all star. I ended up getting him in the. I took him in the second round, so I had to pay for him. But uh, I've been very happy well. with everything. But I feel. But we. But again, we drafted like as the season was going, so we we had a little idea of who was hot already and fox mm-hmm. fox is i think if you drafted it before the season started you might have taken him more of like fourth fifth round sure cool. i um, forget that point that's good john so i want to tap i just want to tap last seven days and see if there's anybody that's like i guess this is a good uh you know if you need to find players on the waiver wire definitely filter by total minutes and see who's getting the most run in your fantasy leagues, because there's a lot of like, like right here, Najee Marshall for the for the Pelicans. The dude's averaging 35 points per game <laughs> uh, over the last seven days. Look at these numbers here. For look, Nazi. how many teams he's been owned by. Wow! Wow! Look at this. So, so 
Yeah, he's been yeah. he's been bounced around in this league, and he's only he's only eight percent owned. One, two, three, four. Five. He's on a five game heat streak here of over thirty three minutes. Hot, touching four categories almost every night. Um, Najee your, with a J. I mean, here's your pickup of the night, Najee Marshall. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that, I mean that correlates with with Ingram being injured, right? Yeah, and Zion. Right. Yeah, yep. 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 Um, so that's a big one. Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, not a huge fantasy guy, but he's up here in minutes. He's going to be on the floor a lot. He's only sixteen percent rostered. Killian. Drake, is, is this guy roster is, is this guy rosterable in a 12-man league? Yeah. I, no, I think uh, ah, I, no. I think I think as your worst player on your 12-man league, like this is what you want. He also plays every no, game. Because, every because game. he's a guy you're gonna cut. I mean that's the problem he, is that's the, the issue because it's 12 man, you're playing hot, you're playing the hot hands that week, you're trying to get a guy in. You're down by a hundred, you know. I don't think he's a, a guy you keep around, to be honest. So his numbers, uh, I mean, if you look at his last three games, 15, 21, 17, after those performances, you're probably gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna try someone else. I so mean, like, go like, back to the 30th. Um to the what? Go back to the 30th. It's um, 13.6, it's eight point seven five. wait, I just missed something here. The thirtieth, not Najee. Who did you want to go to? Who we were just on? Um, Patrick Williams. My bad. Yeah. The thirtieth year. Yes. So in those back to backs. Yeah. So after minutes, but he he can't perform. Right. So after two of those games, that's probably when you're going to want to end up cutting him. Yeah. So snag him for a heater. <laughs> rent him. For, it's a two week rental at that point. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe one and a half weeks. One week. Four uh, hours. It's a motel room type. He's situation. playing every game. It's, it's it's the test of your theory. Drake is uh, is, it uh, is like like Kyle said. As your worst player in a twelve team league, is he worth holding just because he's fucking playing every game and you you oh. can kind of count on that a little bit? But because Kyle said that, I had to go against it. I just had to answer <laughs> so, because he he said your worst player on your twelve man league. Like you're not gonna if he said your worst rotational player. Maybe I agree, but you're not going to keep your worst player on your 12-man team, right? So, because we kind of lock in. I've had, I've had Pat Will for weeks. <laughs> so I kind of leave my my I kind of leave two spots as rotational. So, <laughs> and you've succeeded with it. And well, he I guess he would qualify. That a pretty good two weeks. If He's I also left by my worst player. <laughs> if if I were to pick up Patrick Williams, I'm going to give him like a five-game leash essentially. Yeah. And if if he hits three games out of those five, I'll give him a couple more games. If he hits, if he gets under three, then we're, then we're going to reevaluate things, but you do give him a leash. Uh, but what about a guy here? Uh, this, I, I don't know if you know who I clicked on, uh, but his last five games, this is a guy that probably is one of those rotational pieces that you pick up off your waiver wire. Who is this? Uh, this is a, uh, a shooting guard for the, I believe the Clippers. Terrence Mann. Yeah, it's Terrence. Terrence, Terrence Mann. Mann. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a great pickup because he plays shooting guard and small forward. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have experienced that, but filling that small forward position is kind of a issue this year. Like to pick up guys to fill it, it has usually yeah, that's being hard. forward that's or power just, forward. Yeah. Um, he covers two great positions. Mm-hmm. And look at the fronts. Yeah, 
There's a, a triple eligible. It's so rare. It's like a it's like a it's like a holographic. Give him a, give him a point guard one too. Uh, but let's. I'm gonna keep it moving. Yeah, I, I think Terrence Mann's a great pickup. Um, I just dropped him today <laughs> <laughs> because he's not playing. Well, let's 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 talk about Grant Williams because this has been your uh, this is your backdoor man all year. Um, I hate it. <laughs> but this is the guy like you this this is to your t he gets the minutes that you like um he's a guy that yeah he's gonna get you four on a couple nights but he's gonna get you you know maybe not the 38 as often but he can hit that 20 hit that 24 mm-hmm. uh this is a guy that this is one of your rotational guys that you, you pick up you know for a two-game stint or something like that he's gonna play he doesn't miss games so he's gonna play in back-to-backs so you like that that's where he probably comes into play you, you just have all the category Outside of like points, like with Grant Williams, you have all the category options. Yeah. He's going to get your rebounds. He's going to get your blocks. He'll get a steal here or there. I mean, look at the 25th against Milwaukee. He had two steals. Yeah. He's not going to score a lot um, unless it's like garbage time stuff. But Or playoffs versus the Milwaukee Bucks. But yeah. uh, that's for a different Which we all thanked him for. But anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, he's, he's like to the T, my guy. What do we know about what do you know about this guy with the with the breadstick hair? Um Bullock, I mean he's a lot of down. You'll see he's been used. Interesting. So this might be the worst one that we've pulled up because he gets a ton of minutes. And he's terrible. He's, he's <laughs> terrible. He's had three games over 20 points in this list. Yeah. It's, that's why good. I didn't keep him around. He's like he gets the minutes, so he fills that category, but he fills no other category ever. So I, I think we did a good smack that, you know. I got that 28-point game. So, I mean, Houston. this was the first player that we looked at and we're like, probably not. So uh, right. it, it just goes to show, if you're watching the show tonight, minutes are your friend. Uh, unless you play categories and you need, you know, to add specific stats, you can do it that way. But for the most part, I think I think more people play points straight up. Um, but, John? We've, we've combed this data with this minutes theory for insights, and we've provided them for you on a silver platter. So go win your leagues now. So. Yeah, and, and make uh, some like low ball trades. Like go get a guy that nobody like. If you send someone an offer for Dylan Brooks, like, I'm, I'm going to consider that at least. Go yeah. go make a move for Mason Plumley. Oh, I'm not giving up Mason Plumley. That's for sure. You, if you have Plumley, you are not giving him up. You're not giving up that draft value. Uh, but we got about uh, we're on about 50 minutes here. That Bucks game, John, is that thing finally started up? It's about halfway through the first, yeah. Halfway through the first. So we'll, I guess we'll finish with some closing thoughts. Drake, did you have anything you want to touch on before we get out of here tonight? I, I feel like I just got started. We could go for You're on a minutes time. restriction. You're on a, you're, so this is, you're in the first half. John and I are in the I'm back. Playing. I'm we're, playing. We're, hard. We are, we are on the, the two minutes. I had a Gatorade stuff. earlier. Okay, what color? Damn. Purple. Always purple. Oh, my God. You, you are, you have, you have just blood pumping through those veins right now you are ready to go do some kick flips in your basement um but i don't know i I think this was a good section like to just look at it from a fantasy and you know i think basketball is one of those like undermined fantasy sports right now um i think we've all agreed on that because of all the changes we want espn to make and they won't and uh there's different different avenues to look at it's not football it's definitely not baseball. 
I, I think the most enjoyable thing about fantasy basketball is there's there's always people on the waiver wire, and it's it's not just you get to sit and watch football for one day. There's something going on every night. So there's action every night. There's moves to be made every day. It keeps you uh, entertained in the evening. You can see if your your random pickup guy hit 25 points for you. Uh, but it, it's like you don't – the minutes are the most important stat. But, like, you can find other filters and things to look for to find a guy that will trigger you for 20 points. So um, it's – Since we're on that point, JaVel McGee last year <laughs> was the anti-minutes, like, guy. Yeah. Because he got, like – 10 to 12 minutes a game. Maybe he was hitting 14, but he also had like 24 fantasy points. Right. Because he, he just came in, got boards, got blocks, and got the heck out to the bench. Who would that be? Who would that guy be this year? Can we find that guy this year? So I'm trying to. Do we have to go to like averages per minutes then, or should I look up? Um, how do we? How would we? Fine. I'm sorry to throw a wrench in there. I was just kind of like counteracting my point. I'm just going to go to like – There are those rare gems where – I'm going to go to page three. Yeah, that hasn't played a lot of minutes, but that also might be like um, – Even the Morse, Morse brothers like can do that too. I think I'd have to hit averages to find that. Yeah, I'd look at a guy who's playing low minutes and has high points. So what's considered low, like under 20 minutes? I would say so. Go to page. So here we go. We're kind of in the under 20s. Uh, you got a Jalen Smith here. He's getting 20 minutes and 20 points per game. Uh, here's good. Robert Williams. He gets 19.9 minutes, 24 points per game, which is That's pretty nice. Pretty That's exactly what we're talking Where's about. Hill? Um, Joe Ingles is a – oh, never mind. Brandon Clark kind of. He gets 19 minutes and 21 points yeah, per game. Right Let now. me go to the next page here. Here's, again, Walker Kessler. We talked about him on Utah earlier. He's only averaging 19 minutes per game. I watched that game. <laughs> Walker Kessler is impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this tidbit. After the game, Donovan Mitchell went over to Walker Kessler and like took him to the side and said, um, you need to c- stop calling what you're going to do on defense. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm going to score on you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's who he was tar- – because Kessler was out there, but – I. That dude plays hard. He's good. He's, He's a good really basketball good. player. Like I was super impressed with him against Cleveland. Yeah, he just he put up a nice I mean 30 minutes. He was involved a lot, a lot of rebounds. Stuff to cover. He's a big body that can move down there. It's a boulder. Uh, I'm just trying to find maybe one more guy that trips. Here's Nas Reed for the Minnesota Wolves. Yeah. <clears throat> 17 minutes per game, 20 points per game. Zaire Williams. <laughs> Look at that guy. Gafford's a guy too. He's Gafford's been a really good player this year. Um, Seventeen minutes per game, eighteen point four fantasy points. That's that's a solid, solid minutes per point guy. And then um, I wish we could like create a custom filter where we could find that you know points or I guess minutes and be points per minute. Essentially, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Where are you chilling right now? Have. I'm I'm in my apartment. This is a virtual nice background. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Hef's over there playing the piano, lighting oh. this fireplace. Jesse got me on one of those screens one time. I was like, "Are you on vacation? Um, <laughs> what's going on here?" But any final thoughts before we get out of here for tonight? John can go watch his beloved Bucks. Um, Drake will will try and get you on a full minutes count next week. Yeah, I, I should be ready to play. Um, 
Make sure you guys should all see the Cavs pants. They're on for the show. Okay. Nice. They are. Cavs play tonight at nine. Oh, the Blazers. That's a good one. I won't be awake. Got a close one here in Miami. Uh, but John, any final thoughts? Uh, not tonight. No, I've been. Uh, it's 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 the dog days of the season. Uh, make sure you're setting your lineups and uh, listening to us. Yes, yeah, set your lineups. Uh, for me, I always like to look because uh, Central Time in our time zones. I always like to look at like fourth, like right before I leave work. I'm gonna I'm gonna log in and I'm gonna look at that before I get home because then I'll usually forget it when I get home. So check your lineups, check your IRs. Make sure you got no mofos playing in there and getting points in your IR. And uh, yeah, it's good to be into the swing of things. This is our second show. We'll get back to another full. We're gonna get Drake full minutes next week and uh, probably Tuesday, maybe Tuesday next week, guys. We'll see. Tuesday. Tuesday's kind of the day. It's weird on a Thursday. No one knows what's going on. Um, There's so, no Thursday night football though, so we might as well show up. That is nice. That's so, about to go play the piano over there. <laughs> and then get the fire roaring. Oh yeah. Like some fire over here, yeah. <laughs> While Alice delivers a hot beef to him. Oh my god. What a life he lives. It's <laughs> a beautiful life out here. But anyways, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you guys for your time. Good luck. Check your lineups. We'll see you next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.